We're joined on Sports Talker now by Dan Hangman Hooker, fresh out of a stunning fight, a stunning fight in the octagon up against Poirier. Unfortunately, he came out the loser. But when it comes to rankings and it comes to his position in his fight career, you said before, Dan Hooker, and welcome to the show, that it was a win-win situation for you. And after the fight finished, it really was, wasn't it, mate? Congratulations and welcome. Ah, thank you very much. Yeah, well, not many people... Um, well, that kind of demonstrates how the fight went down. Not, not many people lose a fight and maintain their spot in the ranking. So, um, I, you know, I appreciate I appreciate still being uh, where I was before the fight. So tell us about the fight. We'll talk about the future shortly. Obviously, you're still in quarantine now as well, which must be pretty tough for you. But fight-wise, there must have been, I think it was the end of the second. I, I'd say you're probably 10, 15 seconds away from finishing the deal. Just not quite enough. And it was like that right the way through, wasn't it? There were just moments where that could have been dominated by one of the fighters, but it didn't quite get it over the line. Yeah, I just credit to how durable each other are. But yeah, oh man, I could feel he was going down. He, he kind of froze and he wasn't swinging back. I threw all my chips across the table and I went all in. I tried to get him out of there, but those are those are the fights that the fans want to see. Those are the, you know, I guess that's why they put us in the main event spot. So once that went, and then I suppose, I'm thinking about you guys running out of steam because you put so much into the first handful of rounds. Was it a case of survival on the fourth with maybe a sniff in the fifth? Just talk us through how you actually survived those rounds and what your headspace was going into the into the last stanza of that fight. Yeah, you're just going with whatever whatever's left in the tank, and you know we're you obviously want to game plan and fight smart and um, use your energy wisely. But yeah, that's you know one of the mistakes I made, which was I I kind of went all in it, all in. I threw caution in the wind. I tried to knock him out, and uh, yeah, used a bit too much juice, maybe juice that I didn't have. <laughs> so yeah, ran out of ran out of steam in the end. So ah, oh, moving forward, I know the I know the mistakes I made. And, and, you know, I can always correct those mistakes uh, in my next matchup. Well, is it the case of you not, not going so hard so early or just maintaining some form of composure when you think you've got him on the ropes? Because plainly he's got a bit more of a chin than people have given him credit for. Yeah. Oh, well, it kind of, um, it's like uh, just lost me temper a bit. That's <laughs> all it came down to. You know, you, you start getting a few many too many times and the other guy starts pissing you off well then you kind of I left the game plan uh, I left the game plan alone for a half a round or a couple of minutes and yeah it, it, it cost but almost got him out of there too so it's you you're kind of picking your poison it's a bit like that classic Mike Tyson quote isn't it it's all very well to have a plan until someone punches you in the face and then suddenly it goes <laughs> out the window doesn't it yeah well, you know, most people it goes out the window, but I think to me it just pissed me off. So I, I started standing my ground a bit more and, and swinging back. You've got to be, I presume, Dan Hooker, the handman Hooker, is joining us on the program, the UFC fighter, uh, rank five in the lightweights. The, the the grapple that you went through and the positions that you found yourself in and got yourself out of, you'd be pretty pleased, I'm presuming, in your wrestle coach about how that transpired out there, crushed in the corner of the octagon. Yeah, oh, you know, it's, it's a battle of energy systems at that. You know, we're both we're both running low on juice and we're just um, gutting it out and, and going all in and just fighting with our hearts there. But yeah, it's just a good survival instinct because he was, you know, always attacking me with submissions, throwing up submissions. He was a hard, hard guy to keep a hold of. So, you know, he's definitely a, a world-class fighter, but I think I definitely proved that I deserve to be in there um, with the, you know, the likes, of, the likes of Dustin Poirier and guys on that level.
And when you talk of him, you can just throw it. There, there are so many fighters in that division that put up great scraps. It's probably the most concentrated and powerful division in the UFC at the moment. Is that a fair thing to say, Dan? Oh, yeah. Well, that's that's the fights I'm looking at. You know, any fight with a top 10 um, opponent in this division is going to be like that. It's going to be a five-round dog fight where both guys are super well-rounded. Both guys are fit. Both guys are strong. So it's it's just the, the kind of fights I'm, I've got... Looking forward to me for the rest of my career. Oh, there's so, there's so many of them. Then that's what I'm saying, Dan. There are so many athletes at that level in that division right now. There's there's no easy beats. There are so many title perspectives in that division, which is what I think we're all liking so much about the way it's um way it's playing out playing out. Yeah, oh, it's exciting. No matter where you go, it's got the biggest names uh, biggest names in the world, and Khabib and McGregor and Gagey. So. Yeah, it's nothing, nothing but exciting matchups that you know the the people want to see. People want to see exciting fights. Uh, I think the lightweight division, especially in the top ten, has nothing but that. Dan Hooker joins the program. What what happens now? Obviously, you're in uh, isolation. You've got another week or so to go before you can uh, connect back with your family again. That little video of you and your little girl was just so sweet to watch. I could I could feel your pain, not the punch in the face pain, the heart pain. Uh, what? But after quarantine, what happens now? What's the trajectory of your career looking like after this particular fight? Yeah, well, I've got some exciting uh, matches ahead of me. It looks like, um, you know, I'll still retain the, the main event spot going forward. Um, and, and there's a few names that uh, make sense for me. You know, some rank higher. Above me, you've got Tony Ferguson. Um, he's looking for a fight. So if he wants to get in there before the end of the year, uh, I think I'm his man. And uh, even down, guys like Charles Oliveira, they're, they're all exciting main event matchups. As far as how long you've got to stand down for, because it was, it, I mean, you've been involved in some big, long, heavy fights, and you take a lot to the face and the like. Do you have a particular stand down period? Are you straight back into training? What's the situation there, Dan? Everything, every every fight's different. You know, I've um, I've had you know one minute knockout wins that uh, I've had more serious injuries in this fight. Like a lot of this is just you know bruising and. Um, cuts and scratches and things like that. So they, I don't actually have any serious injuries. Um, took a few shots, so I will take it a couple of weeks and, and see how that goes. But I'm looking to, you know, once I get out of quarantine, get back in the gym and uh, definitely get in there before the end of the year. And as far as city kickboxing, they'll be pretty proud of uh, what you achieved. to see you, you dragged Mike Angove with you over there too. Who, who else was part of your corner there? Yeah, so Mike Angove and uh, my head coach, Eugene Behrman, and uh, Andre Paulette. So I had three coaches come over. Um, come over with me. Uh, well, obviously, they don't want to see you getting fights like that. You know, it's, it's all well and good for the fans they, to see an exciting matchup like that. But I'm sure my coaches would have uh, preferred me to stick to the game plan a bit more, fight a bit smarter, and uh, yeah, not get not not get hit as much in the future. <laughs> it's a general plan. I think I was at uh, Floyd Mayweather. Don't particularly respect him as a human, but he's a great boxer because he never gets punched. He just keeps out of the way of people all the time, which is. I suppose part and parcel of it, isn't it? Yeah, like you know, that's what you want to do at the end of the day. It's just your kind of fighter fighter instinct got got the better of me. You know, you get caught up, can't get. You know, you're emotional. It's an emotional game. There's a lot on the line. Um, but you know, you get hit, the blood starts flying, and, and you know, you, you your fighter instincts kind of kind of take over. Well, there's no doubt over what we've seen over the last couple of years that you definitely belong at that higher level up at that echelon in the lightweight division. Great to chat. I'm um, looking forward to seeing you again uh, in action. Otherwise, it, it's not long before you get to hold your baby girl again, mate. You'll be fine. Uh, cheers, mate. I appreciate the time. Thank you.